Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Guys, it's Friday. Happy Friday and you know what that means. It's time for another episode for recap of Firefly Lane. This time we're going for episode 7. So, let's take a moment out and... We'll be right back. But this also leads us to understand now why Tully acts the way she acts with her mom. Like she's trying to have that mom, I want you to be proud of me moment. I don't know if that makes sense, but she's trying to make it so, you know, her mom is like. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments and a little bit of everything with me. This is a collaboration episode special with the Coupon Queen Pin from CQP Moments Podcast and a little bit of everything with me. We are going to be recapping the hit show on Netflix called Firefly Lane, episode seven called Total Eclipse of the Heart. Telly's mother disappoints her again and again. Kate's boozy night with her best friend and their co-workers leads to an awkwardness, accusations, and hurt feelings. Before we even get started, happy Friday. How you doing, Coupon Queen Pen? Happy Friday. I am awesome. And okay, guys, I hate to say it. I don't normally say this, but there are some spoilers. So if you are not up to this episode, please don't be mad at us. This episode was pretty damn good and it's getting better, but there is a twist in here, guys. So we keep talking about their past as teenagers, their past in their work life, early times of their careers, and then we see them in the present. But this time they gave us the twist of the present not being so present. Yeah, the present's not quite the present but it's not that far into the past either. So it's like short-term past, kind of almost present. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure what you would call it. You know, the, the near past, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe like the couple months before everything started happening. It's so hard to figure out the timeline at this point. Exactly, exactly. Because we don't actually don't know how far ahead this new present is. We just know that they're adults. Yeah, so this is where it gets confusing. So it's like, I felt like I had to rewind a little bit and kind of just, okay, this is what we're talking about, especially when it comes to the present present, and then there's not so present. So let's get into it. We start off with uh, Kate and her daughter in the car and she's just nervously sitting there and saying you know what would telly do because she's so good in these situations again i'm thinking that who is it who is yeah it? yeah because we we know that they're at a funeral but we're like whose funeral is this you know it's kind of it's kind of like what 13 reasons why did to us you know, we couldn't figure out who was in the casket. 
So now we're trying to figure out again who's in the casket. Um, but yeah, they're sitting in the car, and the the daughter is like, you know what? You can take your time. You can take your time. You know. So after the funeral, whoever's funeral it is that we're still trying to figure out, it leads us back to their teenage years where Telly is presenting her drama skit, her poem to her mother. And I was a bit taken back because I was like, wow, they're, maybe she's trying to have a relationship with her. Right. We barely see that in the past couple episodes. But this also leads us to understand now why Tully acts the way she acts with her mom. Like, she's trying to have that, mom, I want you to be proud of me moment. I don't know if that makes sense, but she's trying to make it so, you know, her mom is like, basically like Kate's mom. You know, whatever Kate does, if 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 Kate's, you know, standing on the roof rolling paper her mom's there to watch her so you know I think that's really what she's trying to get is I just want my mom to be present and we even see how strained their relationship is now because even though she's like you know she's rehearsing with her and she's trying to get her to you know she's telling her you know you've got to move and you've got to do this and you're too stiff and they even get into like some sort of awkward debate about who's you know who's who read her the poem you know it's 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 so crazy because it's it's almost like cloud which is tully's mom has put out of her mind that her child her child was raised by her mother which is tully's grandmother Exactly. And, you know, she, I feel like she was trying so hard to build that relationship. And then we see both of them on the roof at night at Telly's house. And she's just like, I, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this presentation of this drama skit? How am I going to portray the story? How are people going to love it? And she's second downing herself and, you know, trying to get attention and making sure that she does a great job on this. And, you know, she even says, which we heard it before already, she says, we are going to do amazing things. We're going to be famous. We are going to pretty much accomplish our dreams and live that life that we've wanted. And we're going to be there together. We're going to grow up and be famous together. And Kate's like, really? And Tully's like, well, duh, we are. We're going to be famous together. So again, it's reiterating with this friendship that they have completely <laughs> opposites, but we see this friendship evolve and see how they balance each other out. And then from then on, we break into the scene of Kate arriving to Telly's place and she's laid in bed getting an ultrasound down. And of course, she's like, you haven't returned my calls. What's been up? To, what do you have been up to? And she's like, I haven't felt like I want to be talking on the phone. Of course, we know Telly has these mixed emotions of what to do with this baby that she's carrying, and she's really unsure. And now Kate is like really upset and really feel like she's hurt Telly's career. And she tries to explain herself like, you know, it wasn't my fault. I, I tried to ask her, 
you know, when is this being published? When can I see it? And I'm so upset that she made you like come up with all these lies and she's really mad. And she's hoping that like, you know, Tully won't freak out, but Tully's got something else on her mind that she's like, I'm not mad at you. And we talked about this. We talked about this last week. How is Tully going to react to that article? She, of course, knows the type of person Kimber is and what she's trying to portray in that magazine. But also she's got so many things going through her mind that I was I was a bit surprised that she didn't blow off on Kate. Right. Which is what actually you and I both thought that she was going to do. She was just going to be like, you know what? This is all your fault. This is your boss. You should have known better. You know, you sabotaged me because that's, that's the, and, and the crazy part is even though it's such a big reaction, it's still a normal reaction because this was Kate's boss. You know, you're supposed to be my friends. How dare you? You must have told her something that I don't know about, you know, but, but I think really part of what it is, is Tully knows the way that the, that, you know, the journalism world is, and she knows that more than likely Kimber being Kimber was digging for information and went and found, you know, Cloud herself. Which we saw that on two episodes ago when she ends up being at the diver with her. So we honestly don't know what's been said, but just bits and pieces of what everyone's been saying about this uh, magazine article. So there's a lot weighing on her mind. They end up trying to move past it. Kate tries to move past it, actually, since Tully, Tully's kind of like, you know, I'm not mad at you. Like you mentioned, she knows how the industry works. And they do the scan of the baby and she's just like, oh my God, it's my baby. But she still isn't sure what she's going to do with it. And, you know, Kate's kind of like, I feel like Kate, she, she, she's really trying for her to give it a chance, you know, just. Yeah. I think Kate wants her to see it from the other side, but, you know, Tully has always had this thing of, everything's coming to steal something she's got. And so remember, even when she was talking to, you know, Mr. EMT, Max, you know, she's thinking, okay, you want me to have a baby so that you can, you know, clout chase. And he's like, wait a minute, what? You know, that's not what it is. And now she's, she is having this issue where is this what I do? Is this what I want to do? You know, because this is going to be life-changing. Exactly. And, you know, it's, she's going through a lot. At the end of the day, she's going through a lot. Who would have thought that, you know, this person that she was seeing to have her little fun would fall in love with her? Who would have thought that she would be pregnant? Who would have thought that, you know, her network, her show was losing ratings. Who would have thought that she'd be going through this baby process, like she'd being her, her being pregnant. It's just so much happening for her. And now it shifts us to their work life. We all know that Miss Carol is out of commission uh, due to her little incident at the apple farm. And Tully, we see her getting all pumped up for this report that's going to go live. Yeah, you mean where uh, Carol had spilled the apples? I'm sorry. 
sorry i had to it was, it was just there it was like waiting um no but yeah she's pumped and she's ready to go she's you know because this is her big big break you know because this is something she's been wanting to do and every time she goes to do it of course carol mystically magically appears out of thin air but this time it's not gonna happen so she's got to make sure that she is on the side of right and oh my goodness she goes to <laughs> she goes to someplace and we actually start to find out a little bit how ruthless miss tully is i mean we thought she was ruthless before but she's in there like bumping people and stepping on people's feet with her heels and oh my gosh i mean we did know that the world of journalism is male dominated but dear goodness she went in there like a heel linebacker she definitely did <laughs> so also when they were done with their with their reporting they all decide that they're going to go out and have a drink that night. But before they do, Tully requested to head over to a trailer park, which none of the guys know it's for they, these two ladies that it's right. where Cloud lives. And she's just like, you know, because we're here. I just want to just pass by. I, I want to tell her things. And, you know, I just I just want to just say hi to her. And Kate's kind of offering that foreign friend support and saying, let me come with you. Let me come with you. And she's like, no, 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 I got to do this. I got to do this for myself. And, you know, Kate recognizes that she's not giving it, giving up on her mother just yet. So Kate ends up going back to the van with the other guys. And of course her boyfriend, uh, Mutt, which I still can't get over this name. Yeah. And it's like really <laughs> named after a stray dog. Okay. Mutt. <laughs> <laughs> These interesting character names, I tell you. So we see Telly arrive to Cloud's trailer and she's outside having a cigarette. And she's like, hey, mom, you know, I'm on an assignment with the KOPC or OC. I still don't know the news that they work for. But she explains to her, like, things are going great. You know, I'm, I'm doing a report on state of the women's wages and how they should be, you know, equality and all that stuff. And, you know, times are changing and, you know, you can see that her mom at this point, she's like nervous, Telly's nervous and excited, but also she doesn't know how to react to her mother, especially that reaction that we see her give. She's just kind of there smoking and kind of like, you know, you think you can pretend and impress me with what you're doing and this, you know, fancy new job of yours. Like, you don't, um, it's like, she's trying to say like, don't um, brainwash me with all this, you know, uh, this fancy gig and this government brainwash and all that stuff. So yeah, we kind of see that her mom still has that weird hippie mindset. Yeah. And, you know, the one thing that Telly really wanted is that the fact that she just wants her mom to say, you know, I'm super proud of you. I'm so happy the person that you've become, you've been, you know, you've grown, you've grown up to be a better person. And unfortunately, we can see this conversation shift because her mom even asked, well, does it pay well? And she says, yeah, like she doesn't even say no, she just nods. You know what that reminds me of, though? Hmm. That kind of reminds me of um, 
Asuelu's mom, like, so oh my God, yes. got money. <laughs> you know, it, it was just like, you know, well, I don't really care what you're doing. Do you have money for me? Like that, that's really essentially what she was saying. Like, you know, she's like, well, I'm short this month. Like, wow. Yeah, it's so true. Exactly. Like I was a bit kind of not, I was not surprised. It's just, I felt really bad for Tully at that moment. And Tully just, you know, sneaks out of her pocket a, I don't know how much money it was, but it was, she didn't really want to do that. She was just like, here, don't spend it all in one dealer. And she, yeah, but you know, the funny thing is it's almost like Tully had the money ready because she knew what her mom was going to ask her. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's almost the impression because it's like, think about it. In the 80s and 90s, women didn't really carry money in their pockets. There was always purses. So why would she have money in her pocket if she didn't know her mom was going to ask for it? True, but also I, I've hardly seen Telly in her work life carry a purse because we're so used to seeing them in the office at the bar. You know what I mean? Like it, it's true, also true, that too. They true. really didn't give us that extra details only in the what we thought it was the present she's carrying all these luxury bags she's like fashionable obviously because she's so successful she's got a purse but during their work life i i even barely see kate carrying a purse is it because they probably traveled so much within the city that they figured let's just carry our id and our identification and then that's it yeah i i i think that may have been it it may have been more like uh okay you know i just need my id a notebook and money <laughs> like let, let's simplify this <laughs> but it was just like she was so ready she didn't argue she didn't say anything it was just like here yeah. like she already knew mm-hmm. and, it, and it's so oh like you said I felt bad for her I felt bad for her too because the one thing she just wanted was just like you know you got this kiddo or proud of you kiddo like it's just the simple words but again like Kate said she's never given up on her mom yeah like I mean you know it's like anybody you know anybody you love you'd be like oh my gosh you did what congratulations like oh I'm so proud of you Mm -hmm. you know like something yeah exactly but she got nothing and it really hurt her so much from that scene, we move into what we thought the present is, because of course there was a twist to all of this. <laughs> we see them sitting down with her PR talking about this magazine, about this magazine that Kimber wrote and how it's affected her career and also the show. Johnny's freaking out, kind of just like, well, we're really losing ratings. How are we going right. to fix this? How right. are we going to fix this? Now, they suggest invite your mom and kind of do just a revenge thing like but you did know you think she was really gonna do that like seriously oh, no that's like the dumbest thing they've ever requested that's something i wouldn't even do at this point now let me ask you your telly situation we've seen enough about telly already to kind of you know what is your opinion and how to solve this situation because uh, of course we know what she does but what is your idea of it mm, i don't know See, because I think at that point, I I would rather see. I think I would go all Barbara Walters and like wanna wanna interview and be like, hey, okay, so we're gonna get to the bottom of why you said this about me. <laughs> like, I think that would be my idea. So you would interview your mother and say, 
how, why did you do expose her past, expose the upbringing you had and why this hurtful interview? Right. Because now it's like, here's the crazy part is if she doesn't get ahead of this, she's now risking so much stuff coming out. That's the crazy part is if she doesn't get ahead of this, there's so much that can come out and she has no control over it. And I think that's the part that, you know, the producers were really trying to get at is if she, if she doesn't do anything, she doesn't control the narrative. That is true. And she needs to take some sort of control, which we will share later on what happens. But I feel like she's got to do something to gain control of her audience. Again, the fact that it's losing um, ratings, as Johnny explains. I feel like she, I, you know, the PR's idea of, you know, inviting women from the shelter too was the other thing, but would that be a good move and then bring mom back into it? Like it's, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know if the whole, you know, because, and, and I have to say this, like, to me, sometimes, especially in this day and age, you see a lot of things as pandering. So to me, and this is just me as a viewer, if I read an article about you and now I see you trying to, you know, like, oh, well, let's go to a women's shelter. It's like, okay, you know, you screwed up, but is this really how you want to fix it? You really want to try to tug on my heartstrings? Like, you know, it makes me wonder because I mean, and I, and I know like things like we know from the content creator side that sometimes you have to plan things in advance. And it could just work out that this is the timing that you're doing the whole, whole, you know, event. But at the same time, it's like, you know, something happened. Maybe you should have canceled that event. Maybe like not do that and not try to pander to people's feelings and kind of explain yourself, get on somehow. I think that's really what it is, is now at this time, a lot of people are looking for what is your explanation for this? you know, what, what is your reasoning? It's so true. They always want to know what are you going to come out with next? How are you going to attack this crazy article and prove yourself again that you are that person that you've been portraying for, for so long. So this one's a really tough situation for her. Right. Right. And I think part of the reason she doesn't want to do this is because remember she's been telling her audience that her mother is dead. Yeah. She, she's been telling this to her audience. So she doesn't want this to come out. Like, I mean, it's already out, but now how does she fight this? It's almost like, you know, Tully's way of handling things is to pile on with more falsehoods more lies, more, more stories, you know, kind of, you know, push it to the side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. From that little meeting that they had, we move on to angry Kate busting through the doors of her office and really just letting everything out. And Kimber had the audacity to say that she was late and she's like, she's just so angry. She's, 
very upset. She's like, how could you do this? How did you get Telly's permission? This is the story is discussing. This is not even the truth. How could you like, did she even respond? Like, you know, your friend was too busy to return. Like Kimber was trying to give her all these lame excuses. And of course, Gideon's there. And she was just like, you know, maybe we should have a private conversation. She's like, no, I want everybody to hear about this. And she's like, you know, she's been supporting Cloud. She's been like throwing all this information that Kate knows. And of course, Kimber in this industry, she just doesn't really care. It's done. It's done. And, you know. Yeah, I. but you know, at that moment, it kind of gave me the almost like the, the feeling like Kimber's whole idea was to, to dethrone Tully. Yes. It's like and it's she like, wants to you know, be like her. As long as you could dethrone her, you know, you could be the next Tully Hart. You could be, you know, because it's her name there. Yeah, that's true. And I see that. I see that as well. She wants her crown. And she did that purposely, which I think she did that purposely to just get herself in there and, you know, make this magazine the best one because she published a great article about somebody but Kate ends up quitting and you know she doesn't even care she just goes into her office and grabs whatever she needs um, wait no wait correct that she goes over to her little space at the desk and grabs what she has and it's <laughs> kind of like comical because the only thing that Kate's brought to work is her picture of her and her daughter Mm-hmm. And, and she even goes to grab Gideon's plant and he's like uh that's mine I just put it there because there's a lot of sun <laughs> and then I think he kind of feels bad because he's like you, uh. you can have that <laughs> just take it with you I'm yeah. not gonna I'm not gonna steal your dramatic thunder you know? <laughs> <laughs> and she leaves awkwardly with that plant which I was just like oh my god so after that we see um <laughs> Tully in her dressing room holding a shot of vodka and uh, I felt really bad I was just like don't do it just don't do it I was like no don't do this to yourself but luckily Max calls at the perfect timing right before she's gonna take it Max is the EMT guy whose baby (laughs) she's having with and he's just concerned like you know are you okay was everything all right uh, you know, can I be present? Did you take your vitamins? You know, it's just, I hope you can let me be a part of that. Cause I just, you know, I want to hear the little guy or girl and, you know, right. Tully just doesn't want to talk to him. She's just so out of place right now. Right. She doesn't want to talk to him. And the funny thing is, okay, I have to say this. He decided to mansplain what a vitamin was. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude, like, please. It's Tully Hart. Please stop doing that. Like, She's emotional at this point. Who gives a crap whether, you know, prenatal vitamins are just like regular vitamins or not, or who cares? Like, she needs you to be there for her. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so weird. He's like, I don't know if there is like, is he really doing this? Is this what we're really doing right now? I think he forgot that he's that she's Telly freaking heart. <laughs> she gets she she knows practically almost everything and gets everything. Like, you know what I mean? 
right I was like oh my gosh like <laughs> and having a man. friend like Kate come on <laughs> I'm telling you like Kate I, I I believe Kate's already bought her like a nine month supply of vitamins like she's probably got them and got them all like picked out in these little packets perfect because think of it she her friend her best friend is Kate Kate is meticulous with everything (laughs) (laughs) she's probably sent her care basket already beforehand like you know don't worry Max like Kate got her they're like on the job I mean think about what she said when she said she's like there's our baby yeah yeah, Kate's on this Kate is on this it's our baby because we know what happened the first time when Kate got pregnant it's our baby our baby so hey don't worry Max you might not be there you might not know what's going on just ask Kate So after that conversation, we see Telly put away the shot, which I was like so happy. I was so glad. And then we shift into their work life and how they're all together drinking beers and shots. And, you know, we see Kate and Mutt together. They're all having like this fun outing as coworkers. Uh, Johnny talks about his uh, trip to El Salvador and how he's not drinking and Kate kind of gets a little bit weirded out because when he came home from that night we saw that she went back to the station to check on him and she kind of feels like I feel like this girl still has feelings despite she's in a relationship with Mutt she is in love with him it's so obvious it's so obvious and she's like and the bad part is Mutt didn't even know that's the friend that because remember when they were at on the date she's like oh I have to check on my friend Mm-hmm. okay i hate to tell you this girl secret guys but if she says a friend and doesn't give you a name or doesn't say my best friend or something it's usually a guy just a little clue <laughs> just to let you guys in on the lingo it's like yeah i gotta go through this with my friend it's a guy she doesn't want you to know because more than likely even if you don't know any of her friends she's like oh yeah I've got to do that with Angelica and you're like who's Angelica you know Angelica like yeah it's just one of those things (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so I I just had to let you guys in on that clue but yeah so he doesn't know and now he's finding out that hey Kate went to check on Johnny hold up wait a minute but no so it's they're still kind of playing it off like oh yeah she found me blah 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 and you know they're not making a big deal of it but we still kind of see those like looks on everybody's faces and then of course to break the ice Tully magically realizes hey wait my report is coming on and they're in a sports bar, guys. So you know this is not getting ready to go well. Because she decides she's changing the channel in the middle of, what was it, the third quarter? Of the Seattle game? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, fudge nuggets. <laughs> so, yeah, she gets up on the bar, changes, and realizes that, you know, she's on TV. They're booing. They're grabbing her off the bar. And... 
you know, so now they're deciding that, hey, they've got to make sure that they get out of here safely. But one of the things that happens is now Johnny decides he wants to have a drink because I think he just needed to calm his nerves. <laughs> it's just so crazy. So they get to drinking and I think they drank a little bit more than they wanted to because Kate goes home with Mutt and Tully and Johnny stay out a little bit longer. They're talking and then they decide things take a little turn and they decide that they're going to go back to Kate and Tully's place not realizing that Mutt and Kate have gone back to their place. They're thinking that they're at Mutt's house, but no, they're not. But and that's the crazy part. Well, before we go into more of that, don't you notice the conversation they had before things took a turn with uh, Johnny and Tully? She actually shares about her mother to him, which before, guys... right. Right. She does say that she tells easy. it's easier to tell people that her mother is dead. Yes, which before we noticed Johnny used to tell Kate, like, you know, she's, she's, she seems like she lives a sad life. You know, she looks like she's not, she's, she's not happy. And now he finally gets to see what she's really all about and what her mom is and who she is. And right. you know, he shares about his mom too. So yeah but going back to what you said kate not knowing get well telly not knowing that kate will be home uh johnny and telly get their freak on or you know 90 dayers would say taking it from laura the jiggy jiggy i was kind of oh, like yeah no way this is happening <laughs> this poor oh yeah woman. it was happening it was happening <laughs> and she didn't even get her experience you know even telly was like celebrating like oh my gosh kate is getting late tonight <laughs> i think that was the worst part was like okay the guy you like is in the next room with someone else and you're just sitting here like what <laughs> because of course Mr. Mutt fell asleep oh gosh I felt bad for her but of course the next day things get awkward because Telly really expresses Kel, uh, sorry Kate expresses how she's really upset everyone's gone drinking they're hungover they just like, oh, I don't want to deal with any of this. Kate is just super upset because of what she's heard. And she's just in that mood of like, I don't want to play your stupid game about who's going to play, who's going to pay for drinks tonight at the bar. She just doesn't want to do it. She's just like, no, I don't want to do it. She is upset. She's really upset about something. So she's really awkward. Everyone's sick. Telly's like, just wants to just, you know, throw up everywhere at this point asked to go to a gas station because she needs some water she needs some Gatorade she needs some aspirin she needs all of the above to cure this hung hungover before they end up um, going to their next gig uh, their next gig their next um, 
on spot interview, whatever it is, live to air, whatever, I don't know how you call it, but you know, she's not feeling well. She wants to just, you know, throw up and they get to the gas station. The guys go in, grab their stuff. And Kate, Telly's just like, you know what? You need to come with me. Uh, sorry, Telly tells Kate, you need to come with me. And she's like, what are you mad about? Like, what's wrong with you? And she's like, I'm not, I'm not mad. And you can tell, like, it's like, you are mad, but why aren't you saying that? Right. right. She won't say that she's mad. She's just like sitting there like, I'm not mad. It, it, it reminds you of like those little kids that are like, I'm not mad. You're mad. Like, it's so weird. <laughs> it's super weird. It's super weird. And I was just like, oh my God, just freaking tell her ready. So then she ends up um, telling her, like, it was so weird how it came out. Like, you know, you're with, with Mutt in a relationship and she's just like, I know what you did. We were home. It was just so awkward. Telly's kind of confused like do you do you still like this guy I thought you moved on like what's going on here yeah and 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 I think you know what it really is 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 somehow because Telly has lived that life of trying to be distant from everybody all the time that she's not getting the social cues she's just not getting them because she doesn't realize that, hey, you know what? Hey, I shouldn't have done that. I I know my friend likes this guy, but she thought it was okay. But I saw I feel like Kate's at fault for some of this because she could have told her, like, hey, I went to the station. Uh, this is what happened between Johnny. Like, they tell everything to each other. Like, everything. We've seen that. They tell every, almost every single detail to each other. So for her not to say something like that, I was kind of like, hmm. It's almost your fault too. Yeah, it is. It is actually Kate's fault because she should have just said something. She should have said something. I mean, there's no not saying anything. She's just like, eh, you know, whatever. Like, whatevs. <laughs> but yeah, she should have said something. I, 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 that I totally agree with. But yeah, she's just like, oh, oh no. You know, but then. Kate goes ahead and she goes into the uh, convenience store at the gas station and she goes to get her Gatorade and her water and stuff and she's at the refrigerator and we then see some guy coming right after her and he now is going to rob the place and the funny thing is Tully has already mic'd up because remember when she got into the van, she mic'd up. So she's already mic'd up. She actually turns on the mic and starts whispering, you know, to let them know that the store is being robbed. But the funny thing is instead of, instead of, you know, Johnny calling the police, he calls the network and says like to Mutt, like, get rolling. Let's get this footage. I, I just thought that was kind of weird. It was almost like he didn't think about Tully's well-being. He just thought about, hey, let's get this great story. And it was so crazy. And it was it was Kate that went and called the police at the payphone. Yeah, I was like, are you kidding me, man? Like, you have one of your employees in danger. And the last thing you need is for her to get, is just explain what is happening in life. 
Like, that's just crazy. Like, your biggest thing is to just stay quiet and shut. So no one really sees you. So you're not in danger. But like, I was just like, this person is unreal right now. All they care is about their name, their reputation, not even their own employees. So as she's trying to explain what's happening and she's scared shitless, and I apologize for using that word, but I was just like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen now? And, and you, you start to overthink things on the scene at this moment, but she's really just nervously scared everything, all of the above and trying to explain, yes. So this man arrives, he's got a handgun. He is da 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 Like she's really going through it. And there gets to a point where this man is hearing her and says, who the hell are you talking to? Um, yeah, then- I mean, because I'm like, why is she? That was the weird thing to me. It's like she fell and then she didn't move from the spot that she was in. Like, it was almost like she knew she had to get the best vantage point too. It's like, why aren't you moving? Why aren't you moving to safety? Honestly, like she could have moved to a safer spot while she was still talking, but you know, for him to hear her, he gets really upset. And obviously Johnny's hearing this. Johnny's hearing this is not doing anything in a way of just like, you know, Kate, call the police, call the ambulance or something. No, it was more of like, okay, are you there? Are you okay? Just keep talking. You're doing so good. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? So I'm glad Kate was able to call the police and the ambulance. So the guy ends up shooting her in the arm. She's very lucky it was just the arm, but she's panicking at this point. And it's like, what else do you do? Then she sees a little boy uh, being separated from his grandfather. And she tries to, you know, stop the bleeding by using pads, which was really smart. I was like, you know what? That's a smart idea. And she's just sitting there and trying to let Johnny know, like, it's okay. Once this guy leaves and grabs what he wants, Kate just runs right in. Like the friend she is just runs right in and tries to look for her and tries to get her back up and head over to the ambulance because at that moment, the police arrives and everything. And the police catches the guy taking the money. But Kate at that point is being that friend that we've always seen. Johnny just cares about production and creating a great story. So he's got a good name. And it's just like, I, it's not fair. It's not fair to her. Like you're really pushing her to be that number one news reporter. And you're trying to give her that break by going live on a burglar and who's armed. Like, it's just, that's outrageous. That's something a risk that I, I, I wouldn't even I was take. just like, is he serious? Like the whole time he's doing it, I'm like, is he serious? Like he could get her killed. Is he serious? It's like, yeah. what are you doing? Exactly. Like, what are you doing? So from that moment, she's in the ambulance and, you know, Kate's there again by her side. Like everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. We're almost there you're going to be fine. You know, you're going to be fine. Then we shift off to the present, which we thought is the present. We keep saying that because of this twist that we're going to get towards the end. And we see her getting up on stage, getting ready for rehearsal. She's got a show that's starting in about an hour or two. 
And once the lights turn off, she gets a huge flashback of her with the EMT guy meeting him. She gets another flashback of the time when she went to go see her mom at the trailer park. She's getting a flashback from when she'd done that drama skit, that poem in front of uh, her at her school and her mom never showed up. Uh, she's getting that scene again of when she arrives from that day from her presentation and her mom is stuck. Well, her mom is home, but with the man that she was seen previously and came back and she was so upset and angry, she throws that trophy that she got and she throws it right over the roof. And then it takes us to Kate. After she's quit her job, she's at home trying to reorganize herself, trying to figure out what to do with her time because she's really angry and upset of what has happened at the magazine that she was working for, of course, of that magazine article of Telly. And of course, we see, I forget his name, the PTA guy. <laughs> the PTA guy, Mr. Mr. PTA. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. PTA shows up just at the right time because we're trying to figure out what in the world is going on with Tully's living room because she's just like yanking everything out. And she's like, well, I can control my closets. Oh, okay. Okay, Kate, control your closets. But it's like, oh my gosh. So they're talking and of course now it's one of those things of, He's a welcome distraction because one thing leads to another and um, they're on Kate's couch. But unfortunately, what happens is at that point, Johnny runs in and Johnny's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And he says he came because he, he thinks that, you know, Tully would have run to her house and it's just like no and so they're like trying to think of where you know where Tully would be but of course you know now she remembers where exactly Tully would be and the funny thing is now you know so Kate is like you know saying to Johnny you know this is your fault this is all of this is your fault and he's like wait what do you mean this is my fault and he's she's like reminding him and he's he's like well Tully never misses anything even when you know she was shot and and he's like you know he starts to think well maybe she's talking about when he slept with Tully and she's like no 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 it's because you think of the job before you think of people being human and it's like whoa and, and, and that's what, I mean, that's what even you and I were just feeling in that point. It's like, you know, he was thinking about the show rather than Tully's well-being at that point. But now, and then she just blurts out, yeah, because you know she's pregnant. And it's like, oh, oh, wait, hold up, hold up. And he's like, what, Tully, what do you mean Tully's pregnant? It's like, yeah, she's pregnant. And so now they're like both like trying to rush of where to find her. But like I said, Kate knows exactly where to go. And believe it or not, they go way back to Firefly Lane. And 
she knows that Tully's going to be on the roof where they used to have all their midnight talks. And she's there, and believe it or not, she's there with the old trophy that she won that she threw up on the roof. And she explains she's actually bought the place, what was it, about a couple of years back? And she's actually never stepped foot in it. She bought the whole property. It was like she wanted that that anchor to home, but she never actually could bring herself to step inside with the pink kitchen. <laughs> Her mom's pink kitchen. We also forgot to mention before they get to Firefly Lane, Telly makes a stop to the to the diner to see her mom and this was an interesting encounter where i was thinking what's gonna happen is she gonna be really mad at her or is she going to figure out what happened at that moment is she going to give her mom another chance like there was so much build up for this scene that i was just like oh what is she going to do? Like, really, what is she going to do at this point? Because Telly is so upset. She's going through so much. And how does she confront her mother about this? Like another thing on top of that. Like, it's just, oh, you know, my mother just risen from the dead at this point, And it's, she's sabotaging my career. She just walks and marches, marches right in there and tells her, what are you doing? Are you trying to ruin my career? And her mom tries to explain to her, like, you know, I'm sober now and I'm clean. And she's just like, oh, so you're clean so you can ruin my career. Is that what you wanted? Is that what you wanted? All I wanted was for you to be a mother and say how proud you are and how, you know, the things I'm doing is making you happy. Yeah, but the thing is that you know, I think for Tully, it's a, you know, too little, too late. You know, she's she's at the point where she doesn't care if her mother approves of her. You know, she's gone past that, but she realizes it's still messing up her life. And, you know, all that time, because now, you know, Tully's a grown woman. You had all the time she was a teenager. You had all the time she was a young adult. You had her, you know, adult but younger self. And now you're saying, hey, you know, whatever. And now she's just supposed to like forget about it. But, you know, Tully just says, hey, you know what? Forget it. it it's, it's a done deal. And she wants nothing to do with her. And she leaves. She does leave. And like you mentioned, they're up on the roof. Kate finds her. And again, she's just at that same stage of, of being just out of it with so much happening. And she's just still kind of wondering, like, do I keep this child? Right, right. Because she realizes no matter if she does this, her life is going to change. Mm-hmm. Her life is definitely going to change. Her life is going to change. But Kate, you know, it's just there for her and really telling her that everything is going to be okay. 
because Telly does say, I, f- I feel like I want to keep this baby. And she says, me too. And she's like, good, because I'm going to need a whole bunch of help from you. And, you know, it, I, I, don't, I won't know what to do. So they have this moment together. Despite of everything that's happened, they can really lean on to each other. And of course, it takes us back to the scene of the ambulance with her taking Kate taking care of Tully again um, when she got shot in the arm, telling her it's going to be okay. And then what they've done in the ending is take us back again when Tully tells Kate when they were young about this drama presentation that they're going to have that you know everything was going to be okay, and her just laying there. So they give us like a little kind of like a montage of her during that past the work life and their current what we thought the present of them sitting on top of this roof um but then towards the end (laughs) mara's holding kate's hand and she's just like should i just go in she's like yeah let's go as they come out of the car and get into the church this is where it gets confusing now this is what supposed to be the present she is shocked by the fact that she sees telly coming out of her vehicle and they have this such a weird encounterment that telly wants to say hi to her and talk to her but kate doesn't want to and she just tells mara to like let's go like she drags her arm to give her that sign of let's keep walking and this is where I'm so confused and freaking wondering. I know, like, I know. Happening? It was so confusing, but it's like, thank goodness Tully's not the one that's dead. Yeah. So now I'm so curious, like, who funeral is, is this? But, but I don't know if you caught the change in Mara's face. Like, she wanted to, but it was almost like she's angry with Tully too. Yeah. So something big must have happened that we're not sure could it be i don't know again guys we are taking this episode by episode it's been so freaking hard to not continue watching because you know how netflix loves to say your next episode starts in 10 9 8 and gives us that little countdown i don't know i'm just do you think it was actually the EMT guy for her to get pregnant? Or do you think she had a thing with Johnny that no one knows about? It could be the thing with Johnny. It could really, because that's the idea, like a few episodes back, I think it was like episode two or three where she's talking to Johnny and it's almost like there's something that happened later that they don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. so I'm thinking that's it because it was almost like they tried to give us the impression it was you know when they were younger and they were all working at KPOC but I'm thinking that's not it Mm-mm. it's again it leaves us with a killer hanger every single episode I know these especially the end something, these cliffhangers are something else these cliffhangers are something else so oh my gosh I don't know I cannot wait to obviously watch the next episode after this but to me it's <laughs> it's just crazy it's just so crazy because I I'm like what is it 
whose funeral is it anyway? Like it, she's having such a hard time going in there too. Right. Which right. Is- and they're, they're all, I mean, even the fact that Tully comes late. So whose funeral is this? Because if it was her parents, then we could have seen her running around preparing at some point. Right. And she could have been there already. So it can't be her parents. Um, I'm still, I, I'm still lost of who could it be? Because if it's not her parents, then who could it be? Like, did something happen to Johnny when he left overseas? Like, right. That's the other thing that I'm thinking. Is it Johnny? Is it? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah, it's something that I'm still trying to figure out. And they live, they leave us with this cliffhanger, which obviously we have to wait till next week right. to see what's going to happen next. But right. so far, we are seven episodes in. We've got a couple more to go. This yeah, is not a long got, season. Yeah, we've only got three episodes to go, guys. That's oh my it. gosh. Three more episodes, but this show has been so great. It's been fantastic. And again, guys, we are just taking it episode by episode. And I do apologize if you heard the dogs in the background because I didn't expect them to get this excited, um, especially with this uh, <laughs> crazy weather we're going through. You're fans of Firefly Lane. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Pets love 90 Day Fiance and Firefly Lane. <laughs> I know. Mimi loves 90 Day Fiance and your dogs love Firefly Lane. What can I say? <laughs> oh, for, to, just to clarify, they're my neighbor's dogs and dogs from the park. I have a park literally right in the backyard. So I hear all sorts of names of all times of the day. Like I would hear early morning at 7 a.m. like Brian come back Brian I'm like who's this Brian is this a kid like do I have to go out there and help find this child meanwhile I peek over like peeping Tom through my window and it's a dog so yeah that's the fun I have well at least you you knew you weren't looking for a missing kid (laughs) that is true that is true but it it just caught always catches me off guard it's like there's Brian there's Sandy there's Charlie and I'm like Ah, confusing. (laughs) Well, maybe one day you have to do like a dog park video. And it's like, hi, Brian, Sandy, and Charlie. (laughs) Oh, there was this one dog owner that she was like so upset with her dog. And she's like, Sam, get back here right now. And I'm like, damn, this I'm, I'm thinking it's a woman with her with her child. But no, it's this dog. Stop it, Sam. Like she was screaming at the top of her lungs and she was on the other side of the road of the park. And I'm just like, wow, you're pretty loud. But yeah. Anyways, I think it's safe to say to wrap this up. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. So guys, as always, be good to yourselves and be good to each other. And that's all we have for now. Oh my gosh, this episode, guys, what did you think? What a twist, right? Let us know what you think, guys. And as always, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping. Hey everyone, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything With Me podcast, and you're listening to CQP Moments with the Coupon Queen Pen. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate her podcast.